And so, for those of you who remember, since it's that new year, we got to talk about that past. The thing which happened so long ago. And so... Hey, look, I didn't know that person was that young and... I bet well, we'll talk about that later. But for those of you who don't remember, 2014 was a year of greatness. You had great animated series. You had the golden age of comic book-based properties. I'm not talking about movies. I'm talking about TV shows. You had different films. You had everything was just coming together. It's now that golden age has started. You have the rising popularity of Let's Plays with the release that YouTube stars like PewDiePie are insanely rich because they do Let's Plays. And then, of course, you had insanely addictive phone games, which we'll get into in a bit. Now, unfortunately, this was also a year of great turmoil. I mean, you had things like celebrity deaths. You had invasions of countries. You've had the infamous Gamergate. You've had internet security breaches, and you've had a couple of other disturbing things which have happened, which we don't really want to get into, because this is a happy podcast, because it's a new year. And also, we've had a lot of insanity with things like Ice Bucket Challenges and endless covers of Disney songs we're sick and tired of fucking hearing, and someone actually did one recently! Well, I wouldn't know, because I don't listen. Well, they need to just let it go. Duh! I hate you! You bastard! Fuck! You had to bring that song up, didn't you? You had to fucking bring up the one song that's been fucking played all fucking year long! Well, I wish they fucking freeze that fucking bitch! Well, it's over and done with and we'll have new stuff. No, it's never over! You don't get it! As long as there's little it's people over. out there in the it's world, over. they'll never end! I'm surprised you didn't say it's, it's, it's over! It's never over! It's gonna be over! Why did you have to bring that? No worth of push-ups! No worth of pull-ups! There's a gun over there, and we have a new movie coming out. We had our movie come out, remember? Ah! Yes, we had some great movies coming out, too, that were completely insane, that we think not too good, but they were great. And so, as we go into New Year, let's go back and look at 2014 in review. And now, 2014 in review. So, starting off, we're going to go with the best anime of 2014. Now, there's a lot of stuff that happened this year. We had some great shows, some re-releases. I mean, we had... The re-release of the new Sailor Moon series, Sailor Moon Crystal. You had uh, very well Al Noah Zero. You had JoJo's Bizarre Adventure getting more movement because that's an insane fucking show. After lots of debate and talking about some series which technically were new but they were not, we set, agreed and said that the newest series, the best series right now for 2014 is No Game No Life. If you haven't watched this or listened to our review of it, it's a really creative show that's done really well. Now, there's some controversy right now about the design, but still, if you have not checked it out, definitely look at it. If you like a little bit of etchy mixed with a lot of comedy and just some great concepts, check it out. Yes, and if you're definitely a gamer, you would appreciate the concept of this story. It is one of those animes or mangas, whatever you want to do it, that's starting to do like little cult following uprise, 
So it's definitely grabbing people's attentions. There have been people that say, oh, this isn't that great. There's a lot of people that have said, oh, it's great. Uh, check it out for yourself. We felt it was a hell of a good series that started off, and we banged through it. And it was just one of those moments where we could not stop watching because we wanted to see what happened next. Yeah, and there was other stuff that was like that, but I think this was the best example of this yeah. at this point. Now, next, we have the best game of 2014. Now, unfortunately, 2014, in my opinion, was kind of mediocre year. I mean, yeah, there was a lot of cool stuff. There was re-releases of stuff, but there were re-releases of stuff. There was nothing really super addictive, super grabbing, except mm. for one thing I'd say. And this is a terrible... Horrible game that was mean and evil. Hold on a second. This is supposed to be the best game of 2014, and you're calling it the most evil game of 2014. Yes, because you couldn't put the fucker down. You kept trying to beat it over and over again. Oh, please tell me. I'm talking about fucking Flappy Bird. What the fuck is a Flappy Bird? Please explain. For those who don't remember, it was a terrible game you played on your tablet or on your phone where you had to get a bird through a bunch of pipes without hitting them. And the difficulty was Nintendo-level difficult. Ouch. Ouch. We're talking Mega Man 1 difficult. Wow. But you kept trying to do better and better, and eventually you got high enough score. I mean, I think the max was 50 for me. I know someone had 286, but still, it was so fucking hard. (laughs) And then they remade it with the the copter one where it was vertical. Oh, Oh, God. God, Fun! But, anyway, weird game. Next, so now... 2014's movies. There are a shitload of movies that came out this yes. year. A lot of good ones. I mean, besides Batman with Michael Key, which was awesome. You had, I still think he is what he claimed to be. He is Batman. He is Batman. You had that. You had, and he even said it. You had Richard Linklater's Boyhood, a movie which took 12 years to make. And that's dedication and product. You had stuff like Godzilla, which some people liked, some people did, but it was great to see the big G being remade, and Toho's doing a new one. A real Toho one, I'm happy about that. Yes, extreme Toho. Yes! You had Cap, a, Captain America, you had a lot of other cool properties coming out, including John Wick, you had Taken, you had The Expendables. Yeah, basically you had a lot of good The Last Hobbit film, you had The Hunger yeah, Games, a lot Hunger of films. Games. But, the one we're going to say is the best film, I have to admit, is a great movie. When we reviewed it, it, it was great, but this movie is and it's amazing. On, now it's available on Blu-ray with extended added features. Now it went from great to fucking totally awesome. It already was totally fucking awesome. And it's one of the best movies of Marvel's Phase 2. What are we talking about? Oh, the Guardians of the Galaxy. If you want to check it out, check out episode 99 where we review it in the movie review. It's and I'll tell totally you right now, this movie was so good. My wife, who is not a big fan of any of the Marvel movies that came out, and I will say it straight out, she doesn't like Spider-Man, she doesn't like Iron Man, she doesn't... Well, I take that back, she likes... Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. She didn't like Captain America. She didn't like Freaking Thor. She didn't like The Incredible Hulk. The one movie that is like, can be considered not a mainstream comic book. It was like short-lived and then re-brought back. The one fucking movie, and she ended up loving it, was Guardians of the Galaxy. Which means, this has to be a really fucking good movie if she fucking hated the rest of the fucking mainstream characters to fall in love with this one. And Vin Diesel guy had a lot of money to play one guy with one line in 15 different languages. Again, all we could say about that is, I am Groot. So, no, you're not. <laughs> next, we have Best TV Show. Now, the problem with the Best TV Show, the new TV show, is there was so much that came out this year. I mean, you had Constantine came out this year, you had Z Nation came out this year, The Strain came out this year, you had... I've already mentioned Gotham, so I'm not even going to mention it again. The Flash, you had Constantine, you had 
a lot of shows. You had a new season of House of Cards. You had Lilyhammer released over here. There's so much stuff that came out this year. Kind of was a little bit of an overload, so we can't really sift through it. There are too many debates between us and some of our other co-hosts. What was the best? So we're going to just say we, we can't, can't decide. decide. That's it. It's we can't decide. You guys, let us know what you think. I mean, my personal favorite still is going to be The Flash or Constantine. But that's me, and your personal favorite was... Gotham. Yeah. So next. Best t- ending TV show of 2014. Yes. We had a couple shows that ended this year. We had The Travesty, which was How I Met Your Mother. But the one which is the best, the greatest show, so I think. The yeah. one who knocks himself, Heisenberg. We're talking about the end of Breaking Bad. Fucking awesome ending to a great show. Yes, I mean, like, there was other endings that pissed the hell out of people. I'm talking sons. That pissed off a lot of people the way it ended. It was a shitty ending, but this resolves everything in a nice, neat little package. It wasn't the ending you wanted, but it was the ending the character deserved. Yeah. Also, the twist ending with Malcolm in the Middle was awesome. Yeah, wait, wait, a little poke in the haha, but <laughs> oh yeah, totally. So, the best wrestler of 2014. Who was the best WWE wrestler of 2014? Well, that we was had... kind of a surprise throw there, since it's not on our fucking board. Let's see. It's what not, we're but I wanted to throw it in because we had to talk about the one who I think was the best of this year. Oh, please year. enlighten me on this one. I have one word which will say it. What? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel Bryan, after eight months of recovery from a very serious neck injury, is back the Royal Rumble. He beat the shit out of a fucking burglar. He fucking deserves it. Oh, yes, I mean... What wrestler would have the balls to do that? It wasn't about being a wrestler. It was about being a husband, protecting his wife. He was being a man, protecting his shit. And no other wrestler I've seen in the news do that beat the shit out of a... Oh, he showed restraint. none that you've seen. No, I want to see where they know the wrestler beat the shit out of the guy. Not that, oh, he showed restraint. No. Uh, actually, as uh, Daniel Bryan, as one of my favorite wrestlers and all stuff, i got to give it up to another guy who was really working his ass off and really has gotten credibility more to even where Daniel Bryan even said, give it to this guy, Dolph, Z- Dolph Ziggler. He has come a long way. We're talking about a former five-time Intercontinental Champion, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. And he is, like, currently he has been fired from WWE. But we all know where that goes from there. But he's put in enough time and effort and work into making his character so popular, and it's always about listening to the fans, and you can hear the fans saying and cheering for Ziggler. Okay. And this is a guy who originally, when we first came out, I'm like, all right, why are you busting on Boogie Nights? But now this guy has worked, I mean, he had a hell of a great match as far as, uh, forgive, I'm sorry, I can't even think of it right now. Was it 2014 still? It was 2014. Okay. In fact, it was, I know exactly, the match was with Luke Harper. Okay. You know, now these are two different contra- like contrasting wrestlers, but the freaking TLC match they had was like, oh my god, that was one of the best matches of the year, in no, my opinion. I, I will agree with you. Now, as besides wrestling, we have other sports stars, and one we'll talk about is the best exit from sports. You know who I'm going with with this? Please tell me. I gotta go with him because I'm a New Yorker. You're a New Yorker. We gotta say because he left. He's gone. He's done. Mick Foley? No! Mick Foley lives! No, we're talking... I know, I know, I know. How could you, especially with that... that It's from Long Island, you know that. I know, but you can't... I know Mick Foley's... Look, still, you gotta give respect to... We're talking about baseball. We're talking about the only man who... Every team for the Boston Red Sox 
in Fenway Park to give tribute, shout-out, props to this man. You've got to know he's one of the classiest players on the planet. Yes, we're talking about Derek Jeter, and the game is not going to be the same without him. It's a shame he's leaving, but he's old. I was hoping he would have stayed on as a coach. I really was hoping, but... Hey, his career at the Yankees is still young, but, you know, there's opportunities out there. You never know his return. I I think, no, he's done playing. He's done playing. He's done playing, but look at uh, Joe Giotti. Yeah. He's He's managing. True. So, for other sports, I mean, we could talk about the the Seattle team who may be going to the Super Bowl if things work out again. It well, should be an interesting Super Bowl. That's all we're going to say. I don't know. We're going to see what happens. Ed. I know people were very happy over the Cowboys going bye-bye. Yeah. Some people were extremely happy. Some people, I know the people down in Dallas weren't too happy. Um, we don't want to we don't talk, talk, talk anymore about the sports because yeah. you know we generally don't talk about sports because sports is confusing, especially talking about that. With those good old boys. So we'll leave it at that. Besides that, now. B-ball, I don't even want to. Basketball. No, I don't even want to. No, I've been. No. Basketball and hockey have both been good. No, what? No. Are you, are you, have you seen the track record on, in the NBA lately? Have you lost your fucking mind? Seriously? Have you seen the fucking track record of the one New York team? Not the new one that just came to Brooklyn. I hate to say it. I don't, I don't like the New York teams in basketball. You know what? I don't blame you this year. I had the like, track record no. is so fucking horrible that they've gone to the lowest point of okay now we're gonna start picking fights. I hate to say it, but on Christmas. I know, I know, I know, but my fucking my team guys. is an, I'm a New Yorker, but my team has always been well was for a long time when a certain person was part of it was Miami. I like Miami. This year, well, we'll leave it. We'll leave, we'll leave it alone. Twenty four teams, but enough of this. So no more sports. No more sports for dumb sports. We can talk about golf and about. Fuck that. WC. But, you know, that's getting into technical stuff. And we can also talk about the Olympics, but the Olympics were... We're not talking about the Olympics. Okay, so now we're going to the biggest conspiracy moment in gaming. Because we've had a lot of weird stuff happening this year. But this one was kind of weird, because if you remember, well, in Christmas, we had a blackout. Oh, it wasn't just a blackout. It was a major blackout. I mean, we're talking about the internet loss of PSN and Microsoft's Xbox Live. Now, this was the year that Black Friday, which fell on a Thursday, which kind of started on a Wednesday, had a hell of a great sale. Um, Sony Bullshit! Their, well, no, as far as Sony, they had their, they stood their ground on what they were doing. Microsoft had a hell of a great deal with a combo package deal for their Xbox One. And it incorporated two games, three, for $329.99. But they got rid of the Kinect. The Kinect was lost, but the price for the gaming system was good. And even if you get the Kinect now, it actually will level up still to a good deal price. Sure, but this will Which about five years is going to be like, Oh, I paid that much for it. But long story short, you buy your systems, both Sony, both Microsoft, and the Black Friday weekend. And the price is hell. Come Christmas! Merry Christmas, Junior! Hey, I got an Xbox One! Hey, I got a PS4! Yeah, I'm gonna play online with my friends! <coughs> Dad! Dad! I can't get online! Oh, maybe a mad connection or something. Alright, hold on a second. Yeah, what the heck's going on here? It's not connecting. Hold on, son. Let me check my Xbox One and my PS4 and see what's going on. Hey, what the hell is going on on my engine? What the fuck is going on here? We have to apologize for the inconvenience of your internet loss. We are working on the problem currently, and we will let you know as soon as possible when you're available to play online. Okay. This is the thing. First, I've got to give props to both PSN and Microsoft, or Xbox Live, because they did bust their asses as hard as they could to get online gaming going. These hackers fucked with everybody. 
Uh, it was more focused on the newer systems, I guess, because the older systems, you seem to have a little bit better connectivity. But the newer systems, it was like way big foobar. You want to talk about people on the other side getting paid by the hour to get their jobs done? They were getting overtime on this one. It was hacked. It was disruptive. It ticked off a lot of parents because of the fact that their kids couldn't play online. And through all the aggravation and all the freaking frustration, one company... Out of all, stood with no problem. Are you talking about the Ouya? Yes, in Ouya fact. was perfectly fine. The yes. Ouya was fine. Because no one owns a fucking Ouya. No, we're not talking about it. What about Steam? Nah. Steam is still good. Nah. But the one thing that... But the one company which has been so underrated for the last seven years since they released that one machine which should not have been released in that kind of style finally, in a conspiracy theory, has paid... Their vengeance on Microsoft and Sony. I feel personally, ladies and gentlemen, and it's not to bash, but it is either ingeniously fucking brilliant or very low taste on their end. I gotta give it up to Nintendo. Nintendo had no internet problems. Nintendo had no issues. I also realized Super Smash Brothers was out that time. So you're talking about a game that's been freaking hyped for a long time, which goes back to the freaking Super NES days. Being brought up without interruption, without any flaw on their internet. While Sony and Microsoft were fighting the the fight. They were fighting to get their online. Nintendo's sitting there laughing their asses off like, yeah, we got our internet connections. What's up with you guys? Yeah. For all those years you called us third party. For all those years that you've made fun of us. For all those years that you thought we weren't still around. Bitches, we've been around for 125 fucking years. Guess what? We ain't going nowhere! So, my question is, is this a brilliant strategic move as far as conspiracy theory on Nintendo wiping out the internet of both Xbox Live and PSN? Or was it just legitimate hackers and Nintendo happened to be locked out and they had a favorite inside person that said, nah, we don't fuck with Nintendo, they got enough shit as it is? That's it's, a good question. It's a, question. it's a good question. Props to Nintendo. Their internet service was still wonderfully working well. And if this was a promotional scheme to boost up Super Smash Brothers, I'll tell you right now, it fucking worked. Yes, it did. And this is, I think, one of the most better events, I mean, because we had some other stuff going on hacking-wise, controversial-wise. I mean, of course, you had the whole thing with all the Sony leaks, with all those lovely emails being released, and all the things. And then on the plus side, Marvel's getting... Oh, I laughed my ass off stuff on those back. leaks, but boy, oh Some boy. were bad. Some were, like, they ruined careers over some of that mm, stuff. Yeah, some of the careers ain't going to be ruined. I mean... But on a on a turn, on a turn note, on a turn note, yes, there, there was a leak for that one movie. We don't bring up that shit. We're not going to bring up the movie. No, no. But I, I'm not bringing up that movie because we all know what the hell it's about. But it is the very first movie to be simulcasted in the theaters on the internet. You name it, it was out that. Well, not that day, because it was originally supposed to be released a week earlier, but they still released it on multiple devices, and you can see it in the there's also the conspiracy point of that, if that was them themselves who did it. You know why? Because the movie is terrible. It's not a funny movie, it's just poorly done. It was like D-list level stuff. It wouldn't have done as good if there wasn't a controversy behind it that they made to that level of... Yeah, I mean, if if it's true about the other country not involving themselves with it, I mean, I would say... It might have been them, but anyway. It might have been them for one simple fact, and this is the only defense that can justify their causes for doing that. No other country that I'm aware of, and if anybody out there does have it, 
has ever released a movie where they want to assassinate the United States president. There might have been, and it was a United States film. But I mean, that is company. the only thing. All the movies that were leaked were all shitty movies. The movies that did terrible. So I'm thinking this may, but anyway, that's that's conspiracies for another day. Yep. So anyway, we can talk about that. So last thing we're gonna talk about is the most memorable event of 2014 for us. Now we could talk about you know Serbia, how that was there was an invasion of that which no one remembers. We could talk about that terrible shooting, which happened. Which ones? You know what I'm talking about, the one with the kid, which has been a riot for how many days since? No, there's that one. There's the other one that happened in SI. There's the one little kid in a Walmart that unintentionally took out his mother. I mean, there were so many things that went... No, there was a lot of depressing things, and there was a lot of good things, too. And we had a lot of celebrity deaths. I mean, some which were just terrible and tragic, and some which just were completely just... Eh, it happened, whatever. And you're like, really? This guy was in, like, 20 movies. He was in Jurassic Park. Ah, fuck it, he doesn't matter. It's, we're talking about this other guy who killed somebody. Like, you know, but I think, for me, the most memorable event was, besides being injured at Anime Next. If you people, I, I, I don't know. Just remember, just remember, ladies and gentlemen, put a bath, uh, whenever you go to a hotel, bring a bath. Folks, uh, bat. I was there. Just, just, uh, no, 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 no. We, oh, we, no, we, no, we've no. talked, we've talked about this. I'm trying to get to a point. But, no. I say the most memorable event for me, definitely, meeting and chilling out and talking to the guys from Studio Trigger. That's the most memorable event for me. That's what I say. Also, seeing Baz get called out because they're like, Spider-Man! Yeah, it was a twenty ninety nine costume. And remember the guy? The, he's, he's, like, he's like, oh my god. He's like, come up here, you get, you get Inferno Cop point. I'm like, this was cool. The Inferno, yeah, I mean, you know what? That to me, as much as like, uh, I like anime, you know, I'm not as knowledgeable as Zanon is over here, but I will give credit to where credit is due. That was, in my opinion, one of my favorite moments because these guys were so legitimately nice. They were so geeky. And geeky, and they were very appreciative of the fan base, especially, no disrespect to Japan, because they told their story about the difference between Japanese con and our con, and it was just like, wait, more than 10 people showed up to our freaking panel? This is great. And I, I had the pleasure of telling their assistant, uh, yeah, this is just for Inferno Cop. Wait till you see for the Kill the Kill. And I saw the next day, and she was like, oh, well, how, how big is the line? I was like, it's wrapped around the hotel, lady. I thought I wasn't getting in. And she's like, really? She runs and tells her, you know, the studio trigger guys. Like, it's a lot. It's around the block. It's around the block. It's around the, no, no, it's around the hotel. Oh, it's around the hotel. It's even bigger. It's even bigger. Wow. I'm not trying to make fun of Japanese. I'm just trying to make it comical for everybody else out there. It's not to be racist. It, it was a very cool thing. So that was, so that was pretty much 2014. I mean, that was stuff happened in our lives. I mean, there were weddings to go to. There were births. There was deaths. There was, sorry, I wasn't trying to be glib. Yeah, no, that's okay. You know, but just in general, stuff, life happened. And hopefully life will get better and more interesting in this upcoming year. Tell us what you think about it. Email us, spyrkin.gmail.com, zanspyrkin.com. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Twitch, we're on uh, Stitcher. Just check us out. And you can't wait for some of the new episodes that are coming out this year. So, with that in mind, we out. I'm Gonsville, and so is, we'll catch you next time. Yep, I, I won't catch you though. See you next time. Like, are you pregnant, girl, or just really fat? Yeah. Well, now